Welcome to episode 18 of Masculinity. We are up to chapter 3 in this episode. So this is the part where John the Baptist is introduced. And so I'll just read the first part of Matthew chapter 3. There are three parts. So I'll just read the first six verses. In those days arose John the Baptist, proclaiming in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of the heavens is near. For this is the one who was spoken about by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John himself had his clothing made from camel's hair and a belt made of leather around his waist and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the district around the Jordan were going out to him, and they were being baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing aloud their sins. Now, this is an interesting introduction because with the figure of Jesus who is presented in in Matthew, we don't find out about what what sort of clothing he wears, what sort of diet he has, whereas we do with John. And I think it's because John is being portrayed as a prophet. So um, he's he's an off-grid prophet. He's not part of the regular society. He's, he's on the fringes of society. He's not connected to the usual food sources. He's just eating uh, wild food. Like he's he's not he's not going to the markets and buying and selling and and wearing the usual clothes, eating the usual food. And so he is he seems to have a problem with the regular society. And uh, that's part of what makes him a prophet. He's he's one of those prophets that's he doesn't feel welcome in the cities. He's got a problem with society. He's he wants change. He's looking for change. He's he's awaiting the arrival of heaven's kingdom. The greatest kingdom of all is is arriving, and he is proclaiming that it's arriving, and people are flocking to him. And it's interesting because I always used to think that it was people flocking to John the Baptist and they're declaring all their individual sins. Each person is saying all the things that that they are doing wrong. They're confessing aloud their own individual sins, each, each person. But the more that I study this, the more it seems like this is a national repentance that is happening where people are acknowledging the need for national change. So John's calling for national repentance, and it's, it's, it's starting to happen. People are responding from all over the place. So from all over Judea, people, it's not just one city, it's not just the capital city, and it's not even just Judea, it's even beyond the Jordan. So it's, this is a huge event that's being described here. It's hard to imagine, really. It's, 
It's it's a massive event. People coming from <laughs> all over Judea to confess their sins and to be baptized in the water. So baptize is if you if we translate it, it's cleanse, washing, cleansing, purifying. So John the purifier, John the the cleanser, he's calling for national repentance. He is looking for huge change. You can see it the way that he lives, the way that he preaches, the, what he's do everything that he's doing is about is looking for national change. And so it makes sense that people are confessing national sins. They're stating the kind of sins that the nation is guilty of. The nation isn't hasn't turned out to be the way that it's supposed to be. And so they're starting to look at, well, what have we done wrong? How do we, how, what is it that we need to change? So they, these are structural sins that, uh, that, that are, well, this, this is my interpretation. And it seems like that's, I mean, you could, you could interpret it as if it's saying each individual person is thinking about all the, all the things that they've done wrong. And they're confessing out their sins. But that seems to be from a, a modern individualist kind of interpretation. We could read it that way. I think it sort of it sort of works. But one of the reasons why I don't think that's what it means in this case is because we don't have individuals as confessing. It's when it says they were confessing aloud their sins. It is referring to those places. So it, it says. Jerusalem and all of Judea and, and beyond. And then it says they were. So it's places that are confessing their sins. Not, it's not talking about the individuals, I don't think. So this is interesting. So it all fits with this national repentance, the, recognizing the need for repentance. And so confessing aloud their sins is this, this first step of change. What, what, is, what other things? that we need to change? What are the things that we've been getting wrong at a national level? So this is it's not just leaders, but as a people, as a society, what are the big changes? What are the things that are, that are, that are, that are wrong? So, for example, they could be saying things like, we're not looking after the poor properly. The widow, the orphan, are we doing those things? So if we go back to the older prophets, so John the Baptist is being betrayed as a prophet. And if we go back to the older prophets, then we'll see certain themes. And so at the moment, I've just started to think about, well, what are the themes that the older prophets all agree on? Like there's certain things that they happen to all agree on. And so I've only just recently started to think about compiling such a list. And what are the sins that are being confessed here? That alone is, is starting to look like, oh, that, that might take more than a few minutes to, to, <laughs> to look at. But anyway, so we've got the first section of Matthew chapter 3, looking at John the Baptist. How are people responding? How are people perceiving him? What do they think is going on? I mean, we can have a guess to, uh, what, what we think is going on. And I'm sharing at this what, what my guess is at this stage. Uh, and so next time, I think that uh, it would be a good idea uh, to look a little bit more closely at the Isaiah reference that's being quoted. 
But for now, I think that's probably a good idea just to keep this episode short and take in that this introduction to John the Baptist, he seems to be a really important figure. This is a link with Jesus. It seems to be an important link that's being made. Uh, We'll get around to that over the next few episodes. So that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening.